This is the Nine News Podcast. Coming up, Dan scoured for signs of slain Sydney couple, Barnaby Joyce takes time off and an auction company accused of ripping off customers. I'm Rhiannon Solomon-Marin with your lunchtime Nine News Podcast. New South Wales police divers are searching multiple dams at a property near Goulburn as they try to locate the bodies of a Sydney couple. Here's Nine News reporter Katie Fuller. Detectives say an accused murderer purchased weights and an angle grinder after killing Jesse Baird and Luke Davies. They alleged Beau Lamar Condon was accompanied by a friend as he drove a white van out of Sydney dumping the bodies on a property in Bungonia. Police say they have reason to believe he later moved the bodies, paranoid about his friend's suspicions. Deputy Commissioner David Hudson says she wasn't involved and is cooperating with the investigation. We don't believe that uh, she was fully aware of what had taken place. The way police store and access firearms will be examined after one was linked to the killing. In Sydney, Katie Fuller, Nine News. New analysis shows the average full-time salary is now above $100,000, making it the biggest driver of inflation. The confidential data obtained by the Financial Review shows staff costs make up the lion's share of headline CPI. The Treasury research also undercuts claims that price gouging is to blame for rising consumer costs. The Liberals are urging voters to send Labor a message at Saturday's by-election in Melbourne, claiming the government is not dealing with the cost of living. Here's Nine News Federal Politics Editor Michael Packey. Two new opinion polls show the Coalition's primary vote is ahead of Labor, with the Albanese government only in front after preferences. It's a sign this Saturday's by-election in the Melbourne-based seat of Dunkley will be tough. Labor Senator Murray Watt believes the government can hold on, but argues by-elections generally produce a swing against the incumbent. We don't really worry about polls. Liberal Senator Jane Hume says Labor is failing to manage cost-of-living pressures. This government is not focused on the priorities of ordinary Australians. The polls also show Anthony Albanese remains preferred Prime Minister, but opposition leader Peter Dutton is closing the gap. In Canberra, Michael Packey, Nine News. Nationals MP Barnaby Joyce will not be in Parliament this week after he was advised to take a week off. Mr Joyce was found lying on a Canberra street a few weeks ago, mumbling into his phone. He fell off a planter box after mixing alcohol with prescription medication. An advocate for safety in sport claims the AFL is blaming players for what he calls a concussion factory. The AFL is preparing its defence for a major class action launched by 100 players over the impact of concussion. The league will argue the players themselves knew the risk of injury and are responsible for their own health and well-being. Peter Jess says it shouldn't take a court case to get a fair outcome for affected players and argues in the meantime training regimes should change. Instead of having you know the crash and bash and uh, the sim each week, what we'll do is focus on skills. Then the only time that you have a collision really will be when you play. So that means is that you've reduced... Um, the amount of time that you are colliding by somewhere like, you know, four to five hours a week. Hundreds of firefighters in Victoria are working around the clock to gain control of a bushfire northwest of Ballarat. Wednesday is forecast to be a peak fire danger day. Authorities warning it could see the worst conditions since black summer. Several homes have been destroyed since fires broke out last week. Hundreds of consumers have reported being scammed by an online auction business. 
The ACCC is taking Gray's e-commerce group to court for posting false or misleading descriptions about cars on its website. Commissioner Lisa Carver says the company's fraudulent behaviour spanned over two years. We're aware of at least 750 consumers who've purchased vehicles with false and misleading descriptions. Gray's has agreed to pay $10 million in penalties and to provide redress to affected consumers. And federal police have found 300 kilograms of MDMA and 70 kilograms of ketamine in a storage facility in Sydney's northwest. Investigators believe a transnational crime syndicate is behind the import. To finance, the Australian dollar is buying 65 US cents. Sport. It's been a big weekend for Australian tennis with a breakthrough title for Jordan Thompson and a new world number one. Here's Nine's tennis correspondent, Craig Gabriel. Playing his third final, Thompson won his first ever career title, beating Casper Ruud, and that boosted him to a career-high ranking of 32. He then teamed up with Max Purcell to win the doubles title, making Thompson the first man to win singles and doubles at the same event since Nick Kyrgios in Washington 2022. And adding to Aussie's success, from today, Australian Open doubles champion Matt Ebden officially becomes the world number one doubles player, joining Storm Sanders from four months ago at a tennis summit. Craig Gabriel, Nine News. Sydney Swans midfielder Luke Parker will meet with specialists to determine his return to play after undergoing surgery for a broken arm suffered in last week's simulation match with the Giants. Parramatta has taken an early hit ahead of the upcoming NRL season, with star winger Micah Sivo likely to be sat on the sideline for a careless high tackle on the Titans' AJ Brimson. Australia has completed a 3-0 clean sweep of the men's T20 series against New Zealand, the tourists winning by 27 runs in Auckland, and Australia has defended its Sao Grand Prix title in Sydney, clinching victory ahead of Denmark and New Zealand in the three-boat final. I'm Rhiannon Solomon-Marin. That's the Nine News podcast. For the latest in news, tune into Nine News at 6pm.